0: hi i'm phil and welcome to the who's he podcast youtube channel a couple of episodes ago i took a look at the new star wars show Andor on disney plus and after watching those first three episodes which were basically a movie in three parts i wasn't too enthused i found it lacking in fun for the most part but the action did pick up in episode three so On this video, I'll be taking a look at episodes four, five and six, which again is basically a movie in three parts. Now, much like the first three episodes, this batch also take their time to get going. Basically, after Andor is whisked away by Luth and Rael to join the fledgling, sorry, Rebel Alliance at the end of episode three, Rael takes Andor to the planet Aldhani to take part in a sabotage mission to steal the payroll from an Imperial garrison. Now joining a small group of rebels who are very distrustful of Andor, now calling himself Clem, after his adopted father, they plan to pull off the heist posing as Imperial Guards and escape under the cover of a rare natural phenomenon that occurs in Adhani's sky. We are also introduced to Mon Mothma, played again by Genevieve Riley, reprising her role from Rogue One, and she's secretly helping to fund the rebel calls, and is also in league with Ruth and Ryle, who poses as an antiques dealer on Coruscant. Uh, we also see Mon was not very happy home life with a husband and daughter, with whom she has a very tense relationship with. And after Luther and Andor's escapades in episode three, the Empire have now taken control from pre- the primo Authority, and Imperial Security Bureau Lieutenant, or Lieutenant, I should say, Deirdre Miro, starts to look deeper into the rebel attacks, while Cyril Khan, now an ex-deputy pre authority inspector, is sent packing in disgrace and moves in with his mother on Curasant. Now, I don't want to go into too many plot details as I try to keep these videos, well, fairly short. And I don't want to spoil it for someone who hasn't watched it yet. But again, the build up to the main heist is slow. And while I expected the heist to be carried out in episode 5? No, we had to wait until episode 6 for the big event. However, on this occasion, I found the slow and steady approach worked much better this time around. As we were introduced to a new group of characters, the steady approach to the storytelling allowed the viewer to get to know these characters. So when we get to the heist, we actually care about what happens to them and it also builds the tension. Obviously, the focus of these three episodes is mostly on Andor and the group of rebels he was paid to join. Yes paid. At this point in Andor's life, he is not a fully-fledged member of the Rebel Alliance, and when his fellow heist members find this out, they are less than impressed. And I like this. This small rebel group don't trust each other as it is, so with Andor thrown into the mix, this leads to even more tension within the group. This rebel group is led by Val Sartha, played by Faye Marseille, who Doctor Who fans may remember co starring in Last Christmas, whose character was meant to join the Doctor in the TARDIS until Jenna Cohen decided to stay on for another season. However, Val Sartha is not your typical rebel soldier. Hiding information from her fellow rebels, she is not your typical rebel commander either. In fact, this is not the Rebel Alliance as we know it. This is the early days when the Rebel factions were disjointed and distrustful of each other. And members of those different factions don't trust each other internally either. And this makes for an interesting plot point. What exactly brings them all together to form the idealistic Rebel Alliance we all know from the movies? Now, taking this into account, I'm beginning to realize who this show is for. In my last video about Andor, I couldn't make out who this show is appealing to. Well, I've come to the realisation it's for me, an old school Star Wars fan. But this is also for new fans who can watch the full story of how the Rebel Alliance came to be before well, watching the movies. But one audience and or is not for is kids. This is grown-up Star Wars. Now, one thing I've been moaned in my last video is where is the fun? Again, I've realised that forming a resistance against imperial tyranny isn't supposed to be fun. And the heist we see in episode six is an example of this. Now, I don't want to go into the aspects of the heist itself, as if you haven't watched it, I don't want to spoil it for you. But things happen in a matter of fact way. There are no heroics, no last stands. Everything is very realistic. Well, as realistic as you can be in a sci-fi show. People panic, have doubts, they freeze in a combat situation. This is not Star Wars as we have seen it before. I also want to mention the Scottish location standing in for an alien world. Scotland is a beautiful and dramatic country and I'm surprised that filmmakers haven't thought of using its landscape more. The Imperial base is very well realized. There is nothing more grand about it. This is a backwater Imperial base that doesn't even appear to be important enough to house stormtroopers who we are still yet to see. It's a rather grim and gray place, however, Tie Fighters do make an appearance this time around and are used very effectively. The use of the Tie Fighter sounds, which spooks our protagonists when in open ground, is very well done. They're almost like specters darting between the mountains. And the use of special effects is very restrained until we get to episode six, where we see the natural phenomena in Aldhani's sky. It looks absolutely fantastic, even on a small screen. And with our rebels using this as cover to escape, it looked amazing and never had space travel look so dangerous. So really, I'm finally understanding Andor. Now we've had the second of our four mini movies, I'm getting used to this approach. I'm also beginning to understand what the show is trying to achieve. It's not necessarily about Cassian Andor. It's about how the rebels came to be. It's also about the empire, something I haven't really touched upon in this video. They are also distrustful of each other, but for different reasons to the rebels. The Imperial officers we have seen so far are career officers, keen to stab each other in the back to get promotion or to get away from dull assignments. They are in it for themselves, which is pretty much like the rebels at this stage and for Andor himself. So I'm looking forward to see where the story heads to next.